0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Millennial Business Podcast, brought to you by Millennial Girls Media, where we teach you how to live, lead, create, and earn like a millennial. Our generation knows that technology and the way people do business over the next few years is going to blow your mind. So if you want to stay up to date and relevant in this ever-changing world, strap in and get ready for the ride of your life. I'm your host, Taylor Victoria, and I'm going to teach you how millennials do business. Welcome back to the Millennial Business Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Victoria, and I am joined today by the amazing
1: Kelly Whee! Thank you, darling, for having me on here.
0: Thank you for coming. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, Guys, just for a little bit of context, I met Kel here in Bali. at the gym at odyssey um and just absolutely loved her energy we both uh, connected because we um had the same network marketing drink bottle i think
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and, I like, hey, that's um, familiar. and we we um started following each other on instagram and then i was just like hey, I really love your stuff. Do you want to go and get a corn and watch the sunset? (laughs) Because there's this corn, they they sell this grilled corn here in Bali and they put it on the barbecue and there's this one guy that has garlic and chili and puts it all over your corn and it's so good. So we went, um, had a corn, watched the sunset, ended up speaking for like Three or four hours, yeah. Just and had so much stuff in common, um, and have stayed really good friends since. Um, Great first dates. Yeah, it was really good, wasn't it? Very romantic, actually. Now that I think about it. Um, So, Kel, I would love to sort of start off with you sharing your story um, about how you got to where you are in Bali today, because I know it's been a pretty epic journey from what you've told me. Um, So do you want to also share with the audience um, how you got to where you are today? First of all, being in
1: Bali, but also having your amazing business that you started. Hey, thank you for having me on. I'd love to share my story. So basically, it has been... Everything I've done throughout my entire life, well, basically from the age of 13, which is when I first started working. So as we all know, our journey is made up of every single step that we take. It doesn't just necessarily, well, never does. (laughs) Nothing happens overnight as much as we sometimes wish that it did or might look from the outside that that's how it looks like it's happened. Um, But for me, uh, I'll take you guys back right up until the age of well, quite back to the age of 13, which is when I started working. So um, in my family, I'm, I'm Chinese, I was born in New Zealand, um, but my parents are still quite traditional in the fact that it's all about work and making money and saving all your money and not spending all your money <laughs> and saving it for retirement and you don't need to spend it, you don't need to go on holidays and buy fancy things, etc. So since the age of 13, it was normal in my family to just start working straight away um because that's when you kind of had some business sense or like, you can actually start talking to strangers and it's safe to. so i started working since the age of 13 i was working for one of um, my auntie and uncle's businesses and for me i had no idea that no one else like that it was not normal i just was like okay well my brothers and sisters did it my my cousins were doing it so i was like okay well this is just normal so i literally worked every single weekend right throughout the whole of my college years, my high school years. Wow. And even throughout the school holidays, I'd just work, 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 work. And if I wasn't studying or doing my homework, I'd just be working. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and that was normal. And then um, throughout uni, I you know, like studied for three, three years. And uh, even throughout uni, I, if I wasn't studying or if I wasn't at class, I would just work. And that, again, that was normal to me. Mm. Um, sometimes having like, two jobs at a time just to, uh, like, fill in time because that's just what I was doing. So, um, yeah, so right throughout my life, I've had probably, like, I've had about 12 jobs, 12 different jobs. <laughs> yeah. And what I loved, I actually, part of me actually is really grateful for that because mm-hmm. what that actually allowed me to do is actually try so many different jobs and it actually... I started to learn from a very young age that i was picking up all of these amazing skills Mm. along the way and i was like wow this is amazing and um i was always seeking out new challenges through different jobs and learning new skills so Mm -hmm. i always tended i always changed jobs every like one to two years yeah Um, or even sooner especially back in uni i was just trying as many things as i could so Mm -hmm. that really allowed me to get a really wide range of skills so Mm -hmm. For example, through throughout my career, I've had jobs like um, like retail, marketing, sales, cold calling, door knocking, selling Sky, oh, wow. which is like a TV subscription, wow. <laughs> wow. cleaning hotel rooms, like um, Crazy. yeah, management, like a lot of this, a lot, a lot of corporate work as well, um, especially after uni. But um, and working in banking and and all of that. So um, yeah, uh, that was. Yeah, the bulk of my working life, really. And then my most recent job, um, probably about maybe two years ago now, one one and a bit years ago, I was working for one of the mobile phone companies in New Zealand. And this particular job, I literally, when I got the job, I was like, hey, this is my dream job. Because what it did, it allowed me to travel mm-hmm. uh, between the North and the South Island every fortnight. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my own car, laptop phone, everything, and I could work from anywhere. Mm. I could work from home, um, and then I used to work from the beach and at cafes because I, I was just uh, I was looking after certain store, stores around um, my region. So I was just going from store to store every day, and I could literally wake up whenever I wanted to, um, work from wherever I wanted to. Mm. And I, my boss, he lived in a different city. Everyone just had their own region. And as much as I really thought that was going to be my dream job, The job itself was, did not light me up one bit, Mm. like not at all. Yeah. It was just like, I wasn't passionate about selling the particular thing that I was selling and I was coaching people on how to also sell it and teaching them about these promotions and stuff. And as amazing as the people were, the job was, the the actual job itself didn't light me up. Yeah. And um, I started thinking at that particular point in time, like, I love the flexibility that this job allows and it gave me a taste of what it was like to work for myself. Mm. And I was like, man, if only I could do this, but for myself on something that I did enjoy yeah. and that's in the penny drop. And I was just like, okay, this like, kind of seems possible now because Prior to that, I always seemed it as so far-fetched, like, yeah. oh, I could never be, I could never do that. But then I actually got a taste of what it was like yeah. to live that lifestyle. Yeah. I was like, okay, I've got to make this and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to go looking for it. Yeah. And then um, about two and a half years ago, I stumbled across network marketing, which mm-hmm. is the same business you were in. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually reached, no, did I reach out to a girl? I wanted to lose about five, six kgs. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to a friend, who helped me do so. And then we went to an event together. I saw a complete new side of business that i would never seen before and a mm. different way of doing business. Whereas previously, i would just seen it as like traditional, you have to set up, your own, set up your own business, set up your own shop, be tied to your shop or whatever. Mm. Um, but this really uh, showed me what it was like to live a, a, the lifestyle that I wanted to, where yeah. I could be my own boss, but still have flexibility and freedom to to live, because mm-hmm. you know, that's ultimately what we all want to do. We just want to live more.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, so yeah, I got started in network marketing um, through a company called isogenics I wanted to lose the weight, and then I uh, I ran with the business as well for a couple of years. Yeah, and I absolutely loved it. I loved the community. I loved. Mm-hmm the business model, I love the fact that I was helping people along the way, I love the fact that I was getting healthy, I love the fact that I was learning all of these business skills, leadership Mm. skills, managing, not managing, leading a team, Mm. um, and doing even like, you know, social media, um, how to show up on social media, how to speak to the camera, Mm. and then all of a sudden I was speaking at events in front of, you know, up to three or four hundred people, and that really, um, That was the perfect stepping stone. Now I look back, because I always connect the dots back as to how I got to where I am now. And all of those things that I did have led me to this particular business now um, where I am a success coach. So I help people set up and launch their own online businesses as well as take them through a lot of the mindset stuff that comes with that. Because Mm -hmm. that's that's ultimately what keeps you stable and keeps your business sustainable when you've actually got the right mindset. and all, all your good habits and everything like that. So, um, and also as well, like changing, not, not necessarily changing, but evolving into a new version of yourself in order mm-hmm. to be the next level of, the next version of your, a higher version of yourself. So, um, yeah, all of those skills that I learned in my uh, marketing business, as well as all my corporate jobs and all of that, I've used for this particular business. Um, yeah so this is where I am now so I've been in Bali same amount of time as you yeah. I think. <laughs> probably like four up to four like yeah four months now yeah um yeah and I'm absolutely loving it so yeah every single thing that I've been doing it's simply a stepping stone for where this place now where I am now where mm. I feel like why well, know I am in complete alignment with who I am as a person and what I'm here to do and this is the exact place that I was looking for this whole time mm. e- every time I was jumping from job to job I was like Okay, I'm getting closer, like I can feel yeah. it. But you always, well, I always felt like there was still something kind of missing in every single thing that I was doing. Yeah. But the difference was I I just never I just kept looking. I just kept searching for it. So I just knew that I was getting closer and closer. So um yeah, this is the point in my life that I've been looking for this whole time. So I'm so glad I didn't get out looking. I know, and guys, I mean Kel has just
0: absolutely been thriving since we got here. Like she, we arrived around the same time. She didn't even have her business set up when she got to Bali. I know. Do you want to just tell the audience like how you actually got here?
1: How many days there were
0: in between the decision of okay, I've got to move to you being in Bali? Because that
1: just blows my mind. Like yeah. when you told me. That. I totally missed that part of the story. Yeah. that's actually a really crucial part of the story. So um for it, like so I moved to Bali in April this year, uh, April 2019. And a couple of weeks prior to me moving, I really, really felt lost and like I was lacking direction. And I was like, I I love what I'm, I'm, I love what I'm doing, and my vision is still the same, like, I really want to help people and stuff like that, but I just really felt like there was still a missing piece of the puzzle, like we just mentioned before, and I was, like, honestly racking my brain, and I just could not think of what to do, and then um, Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I just started feeling really down, really unmotivated, and I decided to lose my drive and I, and I knew that I always had the drive and passion and fire in me. Mm. And I was just like, I've got to find something else that actually ignites a full like fire, you know, that is something that's more me. So um, the thought popped into my head about moving to Bali. Um, And initially, of course, our, our mind tries to, talk us out of it mm-hmm. and when the thought popped into my head maybe you should go to Bali um, see what's over there just take some time for yourself and learn more about yourself and maybe you'll figure it out over there mm. um and then the thought popped into my head and I was like and it, the, the voice was loud it was like no don't go it's dangerous girls shouldn't travel by themselves <laughs> you're acting you know you're trying to make decisions too quickly maybe you should go later um and then I was like okay uh uh, actually, no, what I did is I went to message a friend who had also done a trip. Um, she'd done a solo trip. So I went to message her twice that day. And both times I went to message her, I erased the message because that voice just kept getting louder. And now it's like, no, don't message her. You don't need to. And then that afternoon, so like a few hours later, my friend uploaded a blog post about why she went to Bali, what she got out of it. And I read the entire thing. And I was like, okay, clearly this is a sign. If I, if this isn't a sign. I don't know what is so then i messaged her we jumped on the phone she reassured me everything was okay she sent me her itinerary and within four days i was in bali on a one-way ticket like (laughs) because i was just like well i'm gonna go anyway like i i I knew that i was gonna go whether it be four days whether it be two months i'm just like well what what am i gonna do in that two months yeah more sad that i don't know what i'm doing yeah Like, just go further and further down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Like, I just love that, guys. Seriously, like, talk about
0: just making a decision and, like, absolutely diving
1: headfirst into it. Like, packing up your life and moving to Bali And at that point, guys, I I had been made redundant from that most recent uh, corporate job. So, again, that was a blessing in disguise because I knew deep down that that was going to be the last corporate job I ever had so interesting yeah so things are meant to happen and things unfolded just when you start yeah totally out to the universe that this is what you want to do
0: yeah I mean I feel like the universe is looking after you so well at the moment that, like, <laughs> totally. she, guys she like manifested a ticket to Tony Robbins the yeah. other day <laughs> yeah. i mind-blowing. She's like, yeah, just so casually in a message. Yeah, I just manifested a ticket to Tony Robbins. I'm like, wait a second. Rewind. How did you manifest a ticket to Tony Robbins? And then she told me the story. I was just like, what? Like, I feel like the universe is totally looking after you. Yeah. And even I know when we had that first call on the beach, we were both saying how we felt as though every person that we've met in Bali so far had taught us a huge lesson and really um, helped us to see something that we we needed to um see or learn or experience um so i feel like the universe yeah. is, is really looking after you her. She's, well her. yeah me sure. as well but
1: <laughs> yeah the more and more you step into alignment guys and the more you seek alignment that's when things start naturally falling into place for you because the universe knows okay well she's clearly on the right mm. path i'm going to help her out so it's like it it's yeah yeah.
0: yeah totally and I think it's it's so it's really um refreshing I guess to hear or not refreshing but it's good to hear that when you were younger you sort of um were trying a lot of different things in terms of jobs and stuff just to see uh what you liked and see and to gain new skills and um to learn new things because a lot of people when they think okay well maybe i would like to do something for myself but they don't know what and they they're not sure what they're passionate about they're not sure how to figure out what they're passionate Mm. about or how how to figure out what they actually would like to do as a job and my suggestion is always we'll just go out and try as many different things as you can so i think it's definitely almost lucky that you're your parents sort of chucked you in <laughs> at, at 13 <laughs> said, okay, you're working every weekend yes. and you got to experience all of those things because even if you didn't love all of those jobs, it, it helped you to figure out what you didn't want to do. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that's, that's such a huge thing because some people really struggle with that decision. Mm. Um, do you have any advice for people who... Uh, potentially don't know what they're passionate about or don't know what they where they would want to go do you, did you by by doing all of your different jobs um do you think that was the, was there sort of like a light bulb moment where you're like okay no I don't want to do this don't want to do this I know I definitely want to move towards
1: coaching or mm. um maybe not a light bulb moment (laughs) Um, yeah it was just progression over time and like you mentioned the more and more things you do try the more you realize the things that you don't want as well Mm -hmm. so you can only figure out what you want when you figure out you know you start yeah eliminating things that you don't want Mm -hmm. and um I've always been very good at well over time of course I've really really found that being Mastering the art of decision-making is key because mm-hmm. what I started doing more and more as I started um, changing jobs, as soon as I felt like the job was off, as soon as I got that feeling mm-hmm. that this definitely wasn't the job that I wanted to do for the next three months, let alone two years or one year, mm-hmm. I would just know, okay, now's the time to try to find something new. And then as soon as that one started feeling a little bit off or like you lose passion and you just know you never had the passion anyway, um, change job, change job, Mm. change job. So that's what I was constantly doing. And um, as my career and uh, career evolved, uh, that's how I got into coaching through network marketing. So Mm -hmm. that's when I was leading a team and helping people. And I knew that from that point that coaching was the industry that I wanted to be in. Mm. So um, yeah, again, just for anyone who's wanting to look for their passion or find what likes the market or find their purpose – again it just comes with trying new things you might not need to try as many things as I did like seriously I had to go through a long time to find it um some people find it a lot sooner yeah and yeah and um what I always did what what I did is I I removed money from it I was like if 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 money wasn't an issue, if, if it wasn't about making money, what would I naturally want to do anyway yeah. and I've always loved just helping people being around people and lifting people up yeah um, I've always loved doing that either, ever since I was a child. Mm-hmm. You know? and I really had to go back to who I was as a child um, because when I was a child, um, probably in, yeah in primary school. I always loved hanging around the girl who was deaf and the big boy who was in a wheelchair with cerebral palsy. Oh. So I went back to, okay, who was I? At my core before the world told me who I should be?
0: I love that.
1: Yeah, so I, I just loved being around people, well, being around people who were less mentally and physically able than I was. Yeah. Um, because I just liked the way that it made me feel mm-hmm. when I was doing something mm-hmm. for them. So Helping Yeah, so it kind of just links back to, um, yeah, who you were as a child before everyone else told you who you should be or what everyone else was doing. It Mm. it made you feel like you should do the same or before your parents tried to tell you what to do. And that's
0: such a big issue. I think for, especially for our generation, like society tells us that we should finish school and and then go straight to uni. Like Mm. that was not, it was not even a question in my like at my school in my friendship group it was like okay you're going to uni or cit which is the two. like that's the only no one spoke about not going to uni yeah. or cit or uh, like any sort of it, you just had to further keep going in the education system even though i feel like the education system is pretty messed up and backwards um and it's so crazy because if like imagine if everyone at the age of 18 instead of deciding to go to uni if everyone took a gap year Mm -hmm. and went and traveled and figured themselves out a little bit yeah so many people would end up in jobs that they actually enjoy or in industries that um light them up and that they're passionate about Mm -hmm. instead of these jobs that society tells you you should be getting you should be trying to or well, especially because i'm from canberra trying to get a job in the
1: public service mm. so like for the government and i'm like i
0: could not think of anything yeah.
1: for it. like our generation especially we are like waking up to the fact that oh. those jobs now do, is not something we want to do there's so many more opportunities now for us to take mm. hold of and it's up to us completely to take advantage of the the whole new space online space everything like that yeah um, Yeah, especially creating more like conscious-driven businesses or purpose-driven businesses. That's what lights me up. Yeah, Um, Yeah, businesses where we can actually help each other grow and evolve as a, yeah. And that's so funny because uh,
0: my target market for Millennial Girls Media is conscious and mission-led entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. So, like, both. Yeah, yeah, like you're,
1: say, okay. you're creating,
0: the, you're helping the people create the business in yeah. the first place and then I'm helping them to market it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think as well, especially in Bali, it's it's really been brought to my attention that there is actually a huge community of people around the world who are trying to make a change and trying to do something different. Where it's in Canberra. Mm-hmm. It was very, like, I was very the almost alienated person mm-hmm. who felt that way. Yeah. Um, but really, it does come back down to, first of all, trusting your intuition and then making the decision.
1: Yeah, Because exactly.
0: if you don't, first of all, if you don't trust yourself, you're not going to have the bravery to actually make the decision. So it really, I think, comes down to trusting your intuition. And that's something that you, I see very strongly that you you trust yourself and your Mm -hmm. intuition and you're you're very good at protecting your energy and um only doing things that you see um that will serve you or help you move towards your vision or your greater purpose or whatever you're trying to achieve Mm -hmm. Um, do you do you have any advice for someone who maybe struggles to trust their intuition because like i know for me personally sometimes i'm like oh, shit, I don't know, like, I don't know what I think here, like, and I really struggle. And it's funny, because I actually went to see a healer the other week. And, um, and he told me my throat chakra is really strong, because I have no issue um, sharing my truth and speaking what I feel. But my, intu- I have trouble trusting my intuition. Oh, okay. Um, and he knew that I hated the colour purple. <laughs> oh! It
1: was, was my favourite colour. <laughs> oh, and so my funny. thought was blocked, and no. I asked to see it here. I was like, the, opposite.
0: Yeah. Literally <laughs> the opposite. He was. He said to me, is your favourite colour blue? And I was like, yeah, why? And he's like, because your thought chakra is so strong, but I can tell that you hate the colour purple because you're not good at trusting your intuition. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, Um, But, like, for someone like me who doesn't potentially know how to or feel like they trust their intuition do you have any sort of advice or um anything that you do that
1: helps you to trust yourself a little bit more yeah so um when it comes to intuition it's basically just really understand like because it ties in with decision making Mm -hmm. right because you've really got to make a decision based on what your intuition is trying to tell you so at the end of the day it does tie into decision making and um Basically, all it comes down to is, and I understand so many people are in a gray area when it comes to to making decisions, Mm. but the way I really look at it is I just think, okay, well, from this decision, what is the outcome, what is the exact outcome that I want? And if the outcome is something that I highly, highly prioritize, let's say the outcome is, let's say, for example, I was thinking of moving to Chiang Mai Mm. because I just, I got really distracted here at one stage, not so much anymore, but I fell into you know, like going out and getting really distracted and having too, like, like too much fun, yeah. and it was really uh, my productivity levels were, were suffering from it, um, and I only allowed that into my like, I, I was really aware that that was happening, and then I was like, okay, well maybe I should go to Chiang Mai, and I was in that decision, like, like my, my intuition was telling, like was saying, okay, maybe you should and now it was up to me to either follow that or mm-hmm. make a decision to, to do it or not to do it, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, okay, well if I go what, what, why am I, why would I be going? So, and I spoke to a lot of people who had been here before and they were like, hey, you'll be able to focus there and you'll be around a whole different crowd and it's not not much, that much to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, those are two, that, those are two things that I really value. Um, so yeah, I may, well, although, okay, that's kind of a bad, it's kind of a bad example because now I've, like you mentioned, I've really found my boundaries here in Chengdu. Yeah. So now I kind of don't need to go there because I've found that. But um, mm. in terms of making the decision, sorry, I'll just go back to it. It's kind of like what do you want out of it and are those things that you'll get out of it, do you, are, they, are they a high priority to you? Mm. If there's anything else that you'll get out of it that you don't value or you don't prioritize, then mm-hmm. the decision is quite clear. So sometimes it even just takes writing it out, writing down like, yeah what you get out of it yeah it's important to you
0: yeah Yeah. I love that because and and as well I think you just touched on boundaries um which again comes back to decision making because Mm -hmm. you have to decide what's more important to you and and going you going out and and well thinking you're having too much fun (laughs) which like Probably wasn't wasn't. (laughs) enough. But like I'm pretty sure you were just
1: going out like once a week. (laughs) Once a week. Oh no, I'm having too much fun. I need to move cities. (laughs) I don't know why that is though, and I found out why that is. It's because I was working ever since the age of 13, working weekends. I I did like I went out a little bit, but because I was so ingrained in my throughout my entire life it was just work 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 as soon as i come like, here and i had like a little bit of fun i'm like oh well, okay i'm not used to this stuff. settle down kelly what are you doing okay maybe we need to leave this city
0: yeah. Maybe oh, we because i'm getting too distracted so, you know, you yeah. hilarious but um yeah i mean even move, even um going back to boundaries um you obviously had to make the decision and say, okay, well, no, I actually really love the community and I love being here in Chengdu. Mm-hmm. Um, and my productivity and my business growth is more important to me than going out on the weekends. So you have to
1: make the decision to set the boundaries. Yes. Um, yeah. In in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Set the boundaries as well. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. It all comes down to the boundaries you set for yourself with the decision making. Because what I really value, and I have really allowed myself to have this now, is actually have that really good balance of having fun, like allowing myself to this time, and business, mm. and just like meeting and just being around. So I love the people here. Like it's. They're amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah. why why would I nice. just go and just go on the opposite end and just be business, 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 and no fun, when really this is actually what I want. It's just about me making it work. So mm. really trusting that my own decision to stay here and my own intuition that I can trust myself to set my own boundaries, mm. it, it kind of just comes in. A, a, intuition is something that um, you get better at with practice. Because mm. again, like I mentioned before, if you look back and connect the dots because this is what I do. I've connected all the dots of where I went my whole life. So I kind of mapped out everything that I did my entire life, right from the age of 13. And I look back, and I'm like, okay, well, that led me to that. That led me to that. That led me to that. Okay, my intuition's pretty good because <clears throat> now it's led me here. And I'm like, okay, well, was my intuition right? Yes. Yeah. 100% I every like single time. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be here had I not made that that move, and then that move, and then learned that, and that business, and then mm. spoke to that then and then you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And
0: for anyone who's never been to Bali guys, living here is essentially like living a dream. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. so good. So the fact that your intuition has trusted you enough to get to you get you to Bali in four days, mind I am. Like, <laughs> literally decision made, okay, I'm moving it's Monday, okay, I'm moving on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> still blows my mind, still <laughs> um but yeah, guys, see, this is how powerful it can be when you trust yourself and you take a risk. Um, and so many people are scared to take that risk, but when you do trust your intuition, when you do finally make the decision, it can pay off into something as beautiful as you actually living your dream life and
1: having your own dream business. And like the worst, what is the worst thing that could happen? You just have to go into the job that you were already in. And that's, like, not even backwards. It's just back to where you were. Yeah. So, yeah. There's, yeah. yeah. Really,
0: there's, I mean, there is some risk involved, if, especially if you're a little bit older, maybe you might have to move back in with your parents if you quit your job and decide to start a side hustle and it doesn't work
1: out. But who cares? Your parents, <laughs> they raise you. They, they'll take you back. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, if you're lit up by something, and this is what I've really found, and I know you have too as mm-hmm. well, okay, is that, when you're so lit up by something, when you're working, it's like, you love it. Yeah. So the fact that you're working on it and what I really love about um, doing this, and I'm sure you do as well, is that we are creating mm. instead of doing in a job. Like when I was just working job to job, I was just doing, 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 doing what I was told. Mm. But now I'm like, I get to create. I get to create my own content. I get to create my own courses. I get to create different like, plans and everything for my clients and everything like that. And I'm just creating, creating, creating every day. It's so fun and it feels so fulfilling that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. I love that. Um, Before we wrap up, Kel, can you tell everyone if they want to find you, if they want to hear more about what you're doing,
1: your success coaching, where can we find you online? So you can go to my website, www.kellywing.com, or I usually hang out on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at kellywing underscore. So I am a success coach for visionary entrepreneurs. So people who want to set up like you businesses you're for something that you <laughs> like. Hire. And um, yeah, I help them set up and launch their own online businesses. And like we even talked about through this podcast is really helping people dig out what they're passionate in and what lights them up. Because I even help people who don't even have any idea whatsoever with what they want to do, what business wow. they want to do. And I've helped them like bring that out of them to the point where they're like, whoa, okay i just got this business idea and that was, that's definitely me. That's exactly what I want to do. Wow. Whereas I couldn't see it before because you kind of tell yourself these stories like, no, oh, no, I won't be good at that or I don't really know if that's what I want to do. But the more you kind of go through sessions and yeah. you really figure it out, it's, there's something out there for everyone. It's just a matter of, yeah, sitting down and actually analyzing like what your current skills are, what your strengths are, what you love doing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, your past experience and everything like that.
0: Amazing. And guys,
1: Cal also has her own podcast. So give, oh, your, yeah. give your podcast a <laughs> Uh It's called The Sound of Success Podcast. Uh, and it, that's success. S-U-C-C-E-S-S. Some people have problems understanding my accent. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. they, okay. say, they, they say, do you do sex ed? Like, sex education? <laughs> I was like, no. but <laughs> <That's interesting. laughs> So Sound of Success. Uh, and it's available on Spotify and the uh, Apple uh, the podcast or the iTunes app. Awesome. So, cool. Beautiful.
0: Anything else? If, if, if you had one last thing to, to say to the audience um, around maybe decision making, because it's sort of the main thing that we spoke mm-hmm. about
1: today, what would you say? Uh, just know that there's never any right or wrong decision. Every decision you make mm-hmm. is a decision that's going to take you to the next step that, That'll eventually and ultimately get to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And one thing I just want to put in here as well is, um, never feel like you need to tick all the boxes along the way, of, like mm. what society wants you to do. Like we mentioned, the, go to university, buy a house, like get married, have kids. Like sure, that's amazing, but don't feel like that should rush you. And because mm. that's something that I, I forgot to mention that in my story. That's something that I did too soon, too quick. Like from the age straight after uni. I got a partner, bought a house with him. I planned to get engaged, in, get married to him. I was I mapped out. Now I was going to have my first, second, and third kid like to the year. Wow! I was like, this is this is like my pinnacle of success, <laughs> and I've ticked all these boxes. Yeah. Um, and then that relationship fizzled out. I got another boyfriend, got another house, and then I, I eventually looked back at all that and I was like, wow, all of those boxes that I was ticking made me feel so empty. Mm. And climbing the corporate ladder, like getting promotion every year or two years, I was like every single job I was buying, every single house I was buying, all these things that I was doing, I was just like, it's not really lighting me up. Mm. And that's what spurred me to, to take a complete different route. So that, again, was a decision itself to do say, I'm not going to tick these boxes anymore. Mm. I'm going to do, do this other thing that's actually really going to help um, yeah. give me the life that I want rather than the life that someone else wanted for me. So mm. never feel rushed or never feel like you have to do something just because everyone else is doing it. Mm. Yeah
0: totally trust your intuition guys yeah. make your own decisions don't let your parents of society make them for you <laughs> and make purple your favorite color <laughs> no I hate purple it's such a yucky color and it's weird because I feel so strongly about like I'm like no purple's disgusting oh, wow okay which is weird <laughs> yeah yeah my energy healer told me this is so off topic sorry guys but <laughs> could either start wearing the color purple or um, I had to touch my tongue to the soft part of the roof of my mouth three times a day and say these releasing phrases and I chose (laughs) releasing phrases and touching them because I'm like no I don't want to start wearing the color purple healing is amazing guys yeah yeah and it sounds really woo-woo but you totally should try it Mm -hmm. because it's epic and it blows your mind Mm -hmm. But anyway, enough random things. So <laughs> Kelly, nice. thank you so much for joining me. Thank so much. I had such a good time. Um, guys, we'll put, we'll put all the details in the show notes. If you know where to find her online. Um, if you are feeling unsure about what you want to do with your life and potentially thinking you want to do your own thing and not work in a job anymore, Kelly can help you out. So go check her out on socials, check out her podcast. Listen along, she produces some absolutely epic content. So um you won't be disappointed and stay tuned for the next episode.
1: Bye! Bye. No one <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, can changing. I keep busy? <laughs> Guys, I just waved
0: goodbye at the microphone. <laughs> Want even more millennial business insights and to connect with like-minded business owners from around the world? Join our Facebook community for tips on how to take your business to the next level and chat with myself and other listeners. All you have to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial girls media gang to be a part of this wonderful community. For show notes and downloads, head to www.themillennialbusinesspodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's guest and me. If you enjoyed this week's show, would you just take a screenshot and post it to your Insta story? I know this episode could help so many other business owners to see the amazing changes that they can make to grow their business exponentially. Until next time, my awesome listeners, keep chasing your big business goals and thank you so much for tuning in to the Millennial Business Podcast.